very good morning to you and welcome to Friday's show. Well, the reaction since the announcement of Britain, Queen Elizabeth's death uh, yesterday in Ireland has been really fascinating. For example, all the newspapers that I have in my hand, all the Irish papers, consider it a huge story. It's on the front pages. The Irish Sun says, end of an era, tributes to 96-year-old monarch. The Irish Daily Mail says, our friend the Queen, Queen Elizabeth 1926 to 2022. And uh, they have a photograph of her uh, dressed in green. The Irish Examiner have it massively prominently across their front page this morning. Queen Elizabeth II, a photograph of her in uh, the front and centre of uh, the front page and then many other images of her during her reign. The Irish Daily Star says, Love and peace, President's tribute to monarch whose handshake helped us heal, end of an era after 70 years on the throne. And when you consider that uh, we're an independent state for about 100 years and for 70 years of that, she has been... Queen uh, of Britain. Uh, The Irish Independent uh, says uh, a beacon of calm in a world of constant change and inside all the papers then massive coverage. Uh, The Irish Times again has it on the front page. The Queen, the longest serving of all British monarchs, died at Balmoral Castle yesterday afternoon and page after page after page after page. And then you look at social media um, and there's a lot of condolence being expressed uh, and then some Irish people um, have other things to say and indeed there's some comedy even uh, thrown in. So it is a complicated reaction. Maybe it was always going to be that. Uh, Her visit in 2011, uh, a lot of people have described uh, as uh, changing the tone of the relationship between Ireland and Britain and uh, some of um, the um, politicians who have been prominent uh, commenting on this um, have talked about over a million unionists in Northern Ireland uh, who will mourn the passing of their Queen as uh, they would very much see it. So it's a difficult balance uh, to get in how people are responding to the death of a British monarch here. And the mayor of Limerick City and County, Francis Foley, is on the line this morning. Good morning to you, Mayor. Uh, good morning, Joe. Good morning to your listeners. What's your own reaction? Well, Joe, I suppose it's a very sad time for, for her family and for the people of Britain and, uh, and all, all the British people and all around the world. So I suppose Ireland's view of the Queen changed as a result of her visit here, as you said, in 2011. I suppose in addition to her being a head of state, she's a mother and a grandmother. And, and we all know the the joy of having your grandmother around. So it's, it's a sad time for her family. Mm. So you think that 2011 was pivotal in changing how we saw her? Definitely. I think uh, her state visit at the time went down very, very, very well with the Irish people. Uh, I was actually watching the programme television last night. I was looking back at it and she, she saw great warmth and uh, she was greeted very exceptionally in different parts of the country, and especially down around Cork, and that she got a great reception. So she really she really had a great state visit, and I understand in all the visits that she did, it was probably one of the, in her 70 years, it was one of the highlights of her state visit of any country, and, and I think that's, 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 that's well known at this stage, you know. Mayor, um, will there be a book of condolence in Limerick? Well, in generally, uh, they're, they're open for people uh, who have a connection with Limerick or of national importance. So in these circumstances, we probably won't be opening one. 
However, I'm assuming uh, the petition will will have one online for, for people to sign. What about uh, the flag over council buildings? Um, will it be at half mass? There are some flags over government buildings where that's the case. Yeah, that's something we want to have to look at today. So I've been in the office there uh, out in the morning, early hours in the morning. So this is something we want to discuss. So it's something that we'll have to look at as the day goes on. Mm. And, and do you think that the fact that there isn't a book from condolence open here? represents the complexity of the relationship? I mean, for example, if a, a US president was to pass away effectively still in office, yeah. would we probably well, not have a book of condolence open in the Well, I suppose Ireland has always had a very checkered history with Britain and the monarchy, So, but it has evolved over the years. I suppose we were able to take a more rounded view of it now. So that's not to say that people's opinions and staunchly hate views are not important. It's just that things are evolving. So it's something like, as I say, normally it's 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 for 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 living people, or people of national importance. So it's as I say, look, I'm sure the and I know that the the British Embassy will will, will have their own uh, book of condolence online. So I, obviously that's that the people can find that book of condolences, you know. And you will indicate what you are doing or not doing when it comes to the flag over council buildings. Definitely. Yeah. And we, of course, have a lot of British people living in Limerick and in the region. What would you say to them this morning? Well, I suppose I I can go back. I I myself actually uh, was born in in the UK and I lived there for a number of years. Uh, I suppose going back like in the late 50s, early 60s, a lot of people from Ireland uh, immigrated to the UK. So we have an awful lot of connections with with, with the UK. Um, I personally myself have a lot of family in the UK and obviously, we've always had that close connection. So there is a very close connection between the Irish and the English and vice versa. So as I say, we have built up a great relationship over the years. And uh, I think like there's a great affiliation between the two peoples. Nice. And Mayor, um, uh, the vast majority of public events, pretty much all of them, I think, uh, in the UK uh, will be cancelled or postponed uh, between now and um, her funeral, which looks like it's going to be Monday week. And that would include sporting fixtures. Obviously, here, sporting fixtures will continue to take place. Do you think we will see minute silence? That sort of I, tribute? Uh, I suppose uh, I suppose to be up to indi- individual uh, sporting organisations, what they decide to do with you know, obviously they they will make their own decision on on the time, like you know. Right. Uh, the mayor is with us, uh, Mayor of Limerick City and County Francis Foley, and Nick Rabbits is also on the line. Good morning to you, Nick. Uh, Nick, very well known from his work with the Limerick Leader and very much part of Limerick life, and interestingly, both a British citizen. And an Irish citizen, because I know during the whole Brexit debate we talked about this, Nick, you applied for and you got your Irish citizenship. How do you feel about uh, her death? Good morning, Joe. Hi. And good morning to all your listeners. Yeah, it's been obviously a very sad day for uh, people like people across Britain, expats like myself, living in different countries. I've received lots of telephone calls and it's a real, it's been a real period of sobriety and, and reflection. It's just... It's a day we never thought would arrive, or we we hoped we knew it was going to arrive, but we always hoped that it wouldn't. It's a day we've all dreaded. She's kind of been, as uh, as, as others have said, she's been one of the only constants in quite a difficult, changing world, and also um, in such a polarized world. And you know, and I know how polarized and how divided the world is now. She was someone who did bring people together, and she was a real force for good. Yeah. And did you feel a connection to her? 
Absolutely. Um, I suppose you kind of feel it a bit more when you're when you're sort of when you're British and you're actually living outside the country of your birth. You kind of feel it feels a bit more concentrated, if you like. Um, you almost feel like you know. Um, you almost feel like you're kind of flying the flag, if you like, if, if, that, if that makes sense. And she's uh, over the years. I feel she's provided a shining light. She's become an, she's an icon of hope, decency, and tolerance. I think that's kind of something that I put down on my social media last night, and I really believe that. Yeah. And, and what do you say um, when you listen to, you know, the measured reaction in some quarters and the maybe not so measured reaction in others in Ireland to her passing? and what the institution uh, that she stood for represents in Ireland with all its complexities. Yeah, it's obviously a very complex relationship. Um, I have read some quite unpleasant things on Twitter last night, I have to say, and I just think on these occasions, uh, I think I retweeted someone's tweet last night saying that, you know, perhaps on these occasions, put your phones and go out for a walk because, I mean when you tweet unpleasant things like this you're not adding to the, the debate at all at this stage you're just you're just adding fuel to a fire if you like and it's not nice um do you know what i think prior to 2011 there was a real divide but her visit here in 2011 um i think that really changed the picture um i think the country when saw someone who was decent, tolerant and keen to embrace the issues of our past that I'll never forget in Dublin Castle when she spoke uh, when she spoke as Squelger in the presence of President Mary McAleese. I think she got the tone spot on with her quite sincere and dignified words that day and that really um, that really that really helped heal a lot of past wrongs. And I know it meant a huge amount to a lot of people in Ireland. Mm. It is um, extraordinary, Mayor Francis Foley is with us as well, that uh, I suppose if you were born uh, after 1945, um, she came to the throne in 1952, you don't remember anyone else on the throne in the UK. Yeah, I suppose in, the, in, in the, this case of Elizabeth, uh, we've witnessed it firsthand. Like, uh, she was a major part of, of our history and she was part of the story of South Florida and just an observer, so... Obviously, it's 70 years of, of life service to her subjects, really. And, uh, you know, even up to the very end, two days ago, uh, she met the in- incoming Prime Minister, Liz Truss. So it just shows you her commitment to her work and, 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 and to her country, you know. So right up to the end, she, she, was, she kept going, you know. An amazing moment. Yeah. Um, somebody was pointing out that, you know, Winston Churchill was one of her Prime Ministers. <laughs> yes. It's so you go back to it's, un- it's unbelievable. But as I say, uh, it's a sad time for her family, and obviously, we're, it's, 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 it's for so many years, and she's been there for them and with them, and so it's going to be hard for, for them to, to let go, you know? Now, King Charles, as he is since yesterday, Prince Charles before that, he has visited Ireland, North and South, on numerous occasions, including quite recently. Do you think King Charles will come to Limerick, and would you welcome him? Definitely, I, I think like uh, he has made enormous visits over the years uh, to to the to Ireland. Uh, I think he's built up a certain affiliation with the country, and I I know that uh, I'd have no problem in in welcoming Prince Charles to Limerick. And as I say, he's, he's very very welcome. 
Now, it's often said, Nick Rabbits, that uh, the British are brilliant at uh, the pomp, the ceremony and the circumstance. And really, in public life, certainly, very little else is going to happen from yesterday when she passed (laughs) through to her funeral, which is now expected to be Monday week, including, for example, uh, the new king goes on a tour uh, which will involve Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland. And this is in the period between now and when the funeral happens. Yeah, it's going to be a very, very hectic week, isn't it? Um, and a lot of civil life in Britain, civic life in Britain, is going to ground to a halt. I mean, I already imagine the Premier League soccer games this weekend are going to be postponed probably next weekend as well. Um it's going to be. It, this is this is unprecedented, Joe. We're just not going to really know. I suppose Britain's not really going to know what's hit it over the next week. This is without you know. This is the first time in two generations this has happened, given the longevity of our Queen. And um, I just think in the age we're in now, obviously the last time the the throne changed, it was a long time before even multi-channel television. So Mm. look at where we are now and look at how different things are now. And um, yeah, I mean, I think we're just going to have to expect the unexpected really for the next, for the next, uh, the next couple of weeks. And one other point, I mean, um, those of us listening to you this morning um, are used to, a republic and you know we elect our head of state uh, and that's the way it is here and maybe struggle to kind of understand monarchy um what what sort of connection is there today between there's no such thing as an ordinary person but i don't know how you'd put it the ordinary (laughs) english person let's say yeah and and the royal family does it still mean something yeah, I mean, it means huge money. It's, it, I, I can see it's very paradoxical. You see this family living in, in such grandeur and splendor, um, and then people struggling, and that there is, there is that art, there is that kind of, um, there is that struggle always with lots of people. But I just think the, the fact that she's representing us on the world stage, she, she's kept Britain on the map in very tough times and in, in, in good times as well, obviously. Um, She's massive for tourism. You saw that last night with the number of people from across all from America who were in London, who were outside Buckingham Palace and just um, in tears over what was happening. And she's just, I suppose, she's just an iconic figure. And I think it's a major sense of pride that she's ours, if you like. She certainly was ours. And um, I hope that's something that, uh, that Prince Charles can carry on. And it's a very, very difficult act to follow. It certainly is. I mean, imagine coming into any job at 73. Mm, absolutely. I mean, it's just... Yeah, I know it's, the, 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 the phrase is overused, but we actually are never going to see her like again. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much for talking to us. Uh, that's Nick Rabbits, and uh, he works for the Limerick Leader, very much part of Limerick Life. He's an Irish citizen since he decided to apply for that and a British citizen as well. It's been interesting to talk to him. And uh, thank you as well to the Mayor of Limerick City and County, Francis Foley, for updating us on all of that and his own thoughts. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.